49ers cutback podcast time welcome to the show this is going to be a good one we're going to be talking about some of the 49ers red shirt players and if you've been watching my red shirt rundown i've went through most of these guys and there's some very impressive talent but today i'm going to be talking about which one of these red shirt players has the best chance to make the 49ers roster in 2023 of course it's not easy uh, there's a lot of talented football players, and the 49ers got a lot last year that they redshirted. Redshirt means they had them around the organization, whether it was on the roster or on the practice squad, or most of these guys were, and they develop them, looking for an opportunity for them to be able to step in and replace some of the depth potentially that you've lost. You know, as players move on, there has to be a void that's filled. You can either do that in the draft, free agency, or with undrafted or late round picks that you put on your practice squad and eventually develop. We've seen this work uh, successfully at several positions throughout the years. 40 yards draft late guys like DJ Jones. Uh, they end up making the roster and making an impact. Eventually guys undrafted like Kevin Givens who have now slid into a rotation with the 49ers, even guys like Colton McKivitz, who went the practice route way a little bit differently. He was a waived and then on the practice squad, and now he's going to be a starter. Every time that happens, you have to fill the void of one of these players missing. So who are the guys that have the best chance to make the 49ers 53-man roster that were last year on the practice squad or redshirted? Uh, last year, a red shirt, I'm going to mention him, but I'm going to say he's already going to make the roster, so I don't really want to talk about him too much, is Nick Zakel. Nick Zakel was red shirted, but on the active roster last year. So I think the likelihood of him being on the 49ers active roster in 2023 is very good. You throw in the fact they've talked about him changing his body and doing a really good job of working on his athleticism as well. And I think Nick Zakel is a solid person to make this 53 so i'm going to kind of leave him out because i do think he's got the best chance uh but let's talk about the guys who did not uh, play for the 40 yards on their active roster in 2022 and i'm going to start with the one that i think is the most likely to make this 49ers 53-man roster even though it's absolutely talented position is kalia davis Last year, he was on the nfi or the non-football injury list they drafted him in the sixth round knowing he was more than likely going to miss the entire season because of an injury. He's such an interesting prospect because he's going from playing linebacker to defensive line. He made the transition in college at University of Central Florida, and he takes that athleticism and applies it to the defensive line. He's got a lot of really good athleticism that allows him to have a quick first step. He gets off the ball tremendously fast, and he penetrates, and he makes it difficult for offensive guards be able to handle his speed and power combination so i think he's got a real shot the 49ers can realistically keep five defensive tackles armstead hargrave ken law givens and kalia davis and i think davis could make an impact on the 49ers at some point during the season 
as he's a part of this rotation. The likelihood of one of the players ahead of him getting injured between Kevin Givens and Arm and um, Kinlaw are pretty good. And so that means he can have an opportunity to make an impact. Plus, I think the 49ers like him. John Lynch talked about the fact he reminds him of DJ Jones. If that's the case, then yeah, he's not going anywhere. That's high praise. DJ Jones was a great player for the 49ers who went and got a lot of money in free agency. So they're not going to want to walk away from Kalia Davis. and They're going to want him to make an impact. So the likelihood of him making this 53-man roster is really, really good. And I think at some point, him making an impact on the season could be pretty good. Will it be significant to the fact that you're like, wow, he's the, the next big thing? Potentially. Go watch my video, Kalia Davis, the next big thing. That video is out now. Also, another guy that I think has a really good shot because you have an open position uh, in the starting lineup, and that is linebacker Marcelino McCurry-Ball. I think McCurry-Ball has a really good shot of making this 49ers 53-man roster for a couple of reasons. Number one, he was on the team last year, uh, ended up being on the practice squad, and he understands what this system is all about. He's been in the same coaching group with Coach Hollins, so he's going to have a really good idea of what's expected of him, even though there are two young rookies looking to come in and take his position. But the fact that Aziz Alshire went and took a, a free agent contract with the Tennessee Titans freed up a starting spot, which means as things happen, you have Oren Burks slide into the starting spot, which means there's a void as a backup. The 49ers can easily keep McCurry Ball, who has a nice combination of size and speed, did not used to be size, but he's put in the work and got that size. You could see in preseason last year that he could find the football and he could make plays, getting interceptions, making tackles. He's got sideline to sideline speed with the ability to cover in space. He's a very nice player. You throw in the fact that at minicamp and at OTAs, he was going and taking reps as Mike linebacker is highly significant. Aziz Alshire was the backup Mike linebacker. Dre Greenlaw doesn't play Mike. So having a guy that could step in for Fred Warner is important. The other guy that does that is Demetrius Flanagan Fowles. The 49ers weren't willing to tender him a contract as a restricted free agent. They did bring him back on a very cheap, team-friendly deal. But if Marcelino McCurry-Ball can prove that not only can he help on special teams, but he can play Mike linebacker uh, at a higher level than, it, than Demetrius Flanagan Fowles, that means he's got a really good chance to make this team. The 49ers, even if they keep five linebackers, one of them could be Marcelino McCurry-Ball and potentially the other two rookie linebackers battling it out to see who the fifth linebacker is. If they keep six, I think he's a shoo-in. Him, Jalen Graham, and D. Winters could easily slide in as Mike, Sam, and Will as a backup unit for the starting group of Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and uh, Oren Burks. So I think Marcelino McCurry-Ball has got a real shot to make this 53-man roster. I think uh, him and Kalia Davis are, you know, almost uh, almost locks. I think Marcelino could run into some problems if his game doesn't translate to the level everyone's expecting. Then if Jalen Graham, who's got a nice size, a speed combination, and D. Winters, who absolutely flies, could potentially take over that role. But we'll see. I think him playing Mike is a good sign for Marcelino McCurry Ball, and I think he could make this roster. So let's talk about some guys that are, are going to have a little bit of a tougher time. Taylor Hawkins, the safety from San Diego State, I think he would have had a real good shot of making this roster if they wouldn't have drafted Jair Brown. I think with that case, it's going to be tough for him. You add Miles Hartsfield, 
uh, to the, com- the combination as well. And it's going to be really hard for Taylor Hawkins. He could end up on the 49ers practice squad for a second straight year. Uh, and then we'll see what happens. But Hawkins is a fun player. But I think minus an injury, he doesn't have a real shot to compete to make this roster. You never know. But with George Odom and Miles Hartsfield ahead of him, who are both really good on special teams and uh, pretty good instinctive players, I think he's going to be a tough uh, sell for Taylor Hawkins. Fontrez Knight is one of my favorite players on the entire team. Uh, Not only is he a tremendous person, got to uh, interact with him at training camp, but he's a fantastic player player as well the instincts are through the roof and the 49ers just keep adding talent at the position if you would have told me that you know the things that happened last year uh with jimmy ward moving on i would think quantrez knight had a real shot to be a nickel corner for the 49ers in 2023 but bringing in isaiah oliver it's going to make it more difficult for q knight to be able to get on this 49ers 53 man roster he was the practice squad player of the year last year uh, he's he's just a fun guy. He's a spark plug. He's spectacular. He's going to light it up when they get into training camp and the preseason. But I just don't know if he can make this roster. I hope he can, uh, but I think he's kind of on the outside looking in. So I didn't have him as one of the best to make this roster. Uh, same with Jason Poe. Even though I love Poe, I think he's a good player. I think he's dealing with a little bit of a size problem uh, compared to the other players at the position. But it's more than that. It's just the talent that the 49ers continue to bring in. They already brought in John Feliciano at the guard position. They talked about Nick Sakel stepping up and playing better. And those two guys are behind young player Spencer Burford and Aaron Banks. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters. Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. So it's just tough for Poe to get in the starting lineup or getting to the 53-man uh, roster lineup. Then you throw in the fact that they went out and they got a highly touted undrafted free agent in Joey Fisher and another one from Hawaii in Il Manning, and it just makes the competition even higher. Poe's athleticism has definitely got everyone's attention, and he could definitely do something for the 49ers, but it's likely he ends up on the practice squad for a second straight season. And last but not least is Tay Martin. Uh, Tay Martin was a, a guy that came up on the 49ers active roster a couple times last year being elevated from the practice squad. But the real, realistically, he's not going to be able to get a roster spot over the guys they have ahead of him. The top five guys are pretty secure. And then there's guys right with him that are very talented. Ronnie Bell, the new seventh round pick. 
probably does the things Tay Martin does a little bit better than he does. Of course, he's taller than Ronnie Bell, but as far as catching the football and being able to make plays, I, I think Ronnie Bell's a little bit better. Uh, Chris Conley also is a veteran who plays special teams, but at 6'3 and runs a 4-3, he's got more dynamic playmaking ability than Tay Martin, which I think puts him behind the eight ball of uh, potentially getting a six-wide receiver spot if the 49ers decide to keep six. So kind of a tough situation to be in for Tay Martin. Of course, injuries happen, and there's always an opportunity. And if something, heaven forbid, happened to Jawan Jennings, then I think Chris Conley and Tay Martin and Ronnie Bell would have a real shot to get onto this roster. And I think it's going to be a tough battle, but uh, never count out big play Tay. He's always got a shot. I just think that the likelihood of him making it are not good, and he'll probably spend... 2023 on the 49ers practice squad maybe become available a couple of times depending on situations. So the likelihood is of these red shirt players, Nick Sakel's going to be on the 53 active roster and Kalia Davis and Marcelino McCurry ball. I feel good about, I say uh, Zakel's number one, Kalia Davis, number two, Marcelino McCurry ball uh, is the number three guy. I believe is most likely of the red shirt players to make this 49ers 53 man roster. And if it happens, it just shows that the 49ers continue to use this type of process, bringing players in, uh, developing them, and then putting in them onto your active roster. A player like Demetrius Flanagan Fowles has been doing that as well. And now he could be translating out and getting replaced with another guy that does it that's younger and cheaper. The 49ers way, as it's, it's draft and develop, or in this case, sign undrafted and develop. It's working out for the 49ers. Good coaching staff. Kyle Shanahan's done a good job of putting together guys that can teach this system and teach techniques. I love it. So let me know what you think these potential players uh, that the 49ers will have on their roster. I, I'm really excited about the, these guys that can make it. Do you believe uh, that Zakel, you know, McCrary Ball, and Kalia Davis can make this team as red shirt uh, football players? I'm really curious what you have to say about it. Like the video. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already on the push for 4,000 subs, getting really close, hoping to get there before training camp. So if we can, that'd be great. Thank you so much for watching. Looking forward to the next one. Plenty of content coming your way. But until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.